Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another good-looking episode of Made Man, the most handsome madman podcast on the internet, where today I just finished watching episode 13 of season 4, the season finale of season 4, Tomorrowland. Ooh, what does that name mean? You know, I talked about this last week, and I never actually got to the name. I'm going to get to it right now, because Tomorrowland, as some of you might know, is a poorly received uh, George Clooney film directed by Brad Bird. Uh, Tomorrowland is also uh, a, a world, a part of Disneyland. I think it's also part of Disney World, um, and where it's kind of looking into the future. And, um, well... I have to say that Walt Disney isn't the only person looking into the future. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Dickie Don Whitman Draper went back to his past and looked to his future and uh, very quickly uh, made a, 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 a rash decision that um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I, I am one. I'm like, uh, you know, OK, great. At the other side, I'm like, well, what the hell are you thinking, buddy? So he, we, we open up in Don's apartment, and um, he's with Faye. Oh, Faye, Dr. Miller. Um, and I'm just like, you know, finally he's got someone who it's not just like, it's not, a, it's not a prostitute that he brings over to slap him in the face. It's not a young woman he was set up with, even though she was nice. Uh, it's not just a random date. And it's not a, a, a random hookup uh, with some secretary or two. Uh, but no, it is, um, it is a, you know, a stable girlfriend. She's a professional. She's got her head on her shoulders. She's uh, age appropriate, uh, if that is important to you. And, you know, it's, I'm like, you know what? It's great that I, we finally have this actress. I'm, I see her on Stranger Things. Uh, and she's, you know, a, a, a great counterpart to Don Draper because she is um, she's just not some overwhelmed young person who is intimidated by him um, and he is leaving to go to California for some meetings but he's also going to be spending some time with all three kids I'm talking Bobby I'm talking Sally and and even little Jean little Jean little Jean is with Don um, I don't know where that came from so, but the thing is, he talks to Dr. Dr. Uh, Faye, Dr. Miller, right? Dr. Faye. And he's just like, oh, you know, he, oh, there's another reason he has to go out there to attend to some business. Um, he is, um, he's, uh, oh, what is it? I'll get there. I'll get there. So, um, it's about the house. It's about Anna Draper's house. I guess she... Did she leave it to him or is he taking I, – I, did I make the connection that she's leaving it to him? Because Don met with his lawyer and um, they were talking about investments and one of them was the bungalow. And I think that means Anna's house. I don't know if I – I was eating a salad while I was watching this episode. Did I miss something? I'm not sure. The salad was delicious. Um, but I'm, I'm jumping around and, you know, that's what I do. I jump all over the place and I'll probably do it more. Um, so – the thing is, is, he's kind of just nervous about dealing with it, nervous about, uh, just nervous in general. He has this nervous feeling uh, with business and with everything going on at work. And now he's going off to California uh, and he's got all the kids. 
and um, you know, it's um, Faye kind of calmed him down. And one of the things she said was, you know, maybe if you just kind of came to terms with things and make things right, then you can just kind of move forward like a regular person. He's like, I think she means like, come clean as that you're Dick Whitman, and uh, time to move on, and you know that's it. Uh, and uh, she's not. I mean, he's not going for it, but she. Um, it definitely resonated with him a bit. Uh, now, meanwhile, uh, we Betty and uh, Henry, they're finally selling their house. They're finally selling Don's house because that's it's Don's house. It, it, you know, it, well, it was Don and Betty's house, but you know, the fact that Don owned it or wanted or whatever, they were paying him rent. I remember they were living there for free at one point. Um, they're finally selling it. Henry's happy, and they're moving stuff out. And Mrs. Francis, Betty, is at the is at the uh, do, the store picking some things up, and Glenn comes over. You know, the divorcee, the creepy kid that cuts his the, that Betty gave hair to, like in the first season. Um, which at that moment I realized Betty is you know mentally unstable. So he comes in. He's like, uh, "Is Sally here? Can I see her?" Like he's got this weird deadpan delivery, but I really like it too. Um, and she's like, "You know, you shouldn't be here." He goes, "I just want to say goodbye. Hello. Okay, I just want to say goodbye. You're really moving." Um, and he's like, "Kyle is like, all right, you can go upstairs quickly." She should have called Sally down. Um, but it actually worked out for Don in the end, if you if you know already what happens. Um, so she goes upstairs. He's like, you know, I, I'm going to drive in a couple of years. I can come visit you. And she's like, I can send postcards. And they, and they actually were just nice friends. You're really moving, huh? And she goes, yeah, then we're going to California. He goes, you're moving to California? No, I'm just going with my dad for a few days to go to Disneyland. He's like, Disneyland? Get me something. They hug and he leaves. Uh, but while he leaves, on the way out, who does he run into? But Betty, and Betty, being a real jerk, just starts yelling at him. Get out of my house. What are you doing in here? And, and it was awesome because Glenn goes, just because you're unhappy doesn't mean everyone else has to be. And he left. He's like, why do you hate me? And I don't even know why she hates him. Like, he, I think he, he saw through her right at the beginning. He took the hair. He got her already weird there. And then he, I remember he saw her outside of, like, was it the horse racing area? She saw her outside someplace. Maybe the doctor's office, the psychiatrist. Maybe that was it. Glenn was outside. Was it the psychiatrist's office? And she saw maybe the fact that he knows. Could it all be that? Hmm. I just put this connection together now, and this happened years ago. Well, seasons ago. Um, but he, I love that he says, just because you're unhappy doesn't mean everyone else has to be. She leaves, but Betty's pissed off, and who does she take it out on? Carla. And she's like, you, you know... She basically takes money out of her wallet and says, I should have done this a while ago. I need to have a fresh start. She fires Carla right then on the spot. Screw that. Carla's the best thing these kids have going. That Carla's the most stable thing these children have. And she's like, somebody has to take care of these kids. And Betty's like, what? what? Um, and she's like, she, so she starts leaving. She goes, where are you going? Carla's like, I'm going to go say goodbye to the children. They're not, they're, you know, that's not now. Now's not the time. We'll do it another time. She leaves. Like, that was ridiculous. So while this is happening, Don is meeting with his lawyer, as I said, going over finances and things. Um, and Betty calls and says, you know, I'm sorry, I had to let Carla go. And Don's like, what? I had to. He goes, what, what happened? She goes, it's my business, my house. I had to let her go. You know, I'm with the kids most of the time anyway. He's like, I have Gene and the kids. So Carla was going to go to California with Don and take care of things, take care of the kids while he was running errands. She goes, I don't care. Don't bring the kids for all I care. You, they're, they're used to it by the, at this point. 
you know, like letting the kids down. That was really not a nice thing to say. So he goes out to Megan and he's like, um, you know, uh, first he starts saying, I need someone to do, you know, uh, to help with the kids. And she's like, I can, you know, make some calls. And he goes, well, wait a second. How much do you make a week? And she goes, $70. $70 a week. I want to say that was almost what I was making at a video store in the 90s when I was working like eight hours. No, I was not making, I was, that's probably more than I was making. But again, I was working eight hours a week. Um, $70. He goes, how would you like to double that? You can spend some free time. You can have free nights, time with the kids. And she goes, I, I don't really have any experience. He goes, I, I, you were great with the kids when you saw him. Sally loves you. Bobby likes a pretty face. Gene's easy once you get to know him. He's a lot of fun. So she was like, okay, I'll do it. And uh, they all go off to sunny California together. Now, should I just stay with Don's thing? No, let's, let's go back to the office for a bit. Um, Peggy was, not Peggy, uh, Joan was making some deliveries and she went uh, into uh, Lane's office, Lane's back, went into Lane's, oh, maybe he was back before, I don't remember, I'm sure he was. Lane is, she went into Lane's office and says to her, um, he says to him, oh my God, he says to her, we've talked with the partners and we'd like to offer you a, a, um, a, a, not a raise, a promotion to head of office management or something like that. Unfortunately, at these times, it comes with no money. So basically, you have a different title doing the same job for no money. Congratulations. Blah. So that was what that was. Um, and she was like, oh, okay. Well, almost a congratulations. All right. Uh, meanwhile, um, Sally's uh, friend, the, the, I mean, she's like the artsy, she's the lesbian girl. And I think this, she has, I think this girl is her girlfriend. Um, she brings in this girl, they go to visit, uh, Peggy and this girl is like a model and they're just kind of talking. She brought it to Peggy, thought maybe Peggy could get her some work because, um, she just got fired working or not. She, they, this whole advertising firm just got fired from this other, um, this hosiery company and uh, pantyhose company and this woman's out of work and the only thing that Peggy could the only thing that Peggy heard was wait there's a this company needs a new advertising agency that's all she got from that um, she uh, immediately was like um, you know let, she immediately realized this and was able to call and get a connection with them using Ken she got Ken Cosgrove in as the 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 uh, account guy, I guess. And all she could see was, you know, we could, um, try some things. We could come up with some ideas for them. You know, let's see if we can get a meeting with them and get some ideas, Ken. And Harry's like, Harry Crane is there. Cause he sees this pretty girl. He comes in. He's like, I'm head of media. You look like, you're an actress. You're a model. He's all talk. And he's like, do you guys need help with anything? They go, oh, she's not going to be there. And Harry just goes, okay. Turns around. If you ever see that meme of of Grandpa Simpson walking in, taking his hat off and walking right back out when he sees Bart. It was almost like that. Harry Crane's like, oh, she's not going to be there? Boom, turns and walks away. It was pretty funny. Um, so while this is happening, there was also another thing with uh, Ken. Ken got brought into, um, brought into an office meeting. They, they were going from a meeting to a meeting. Uh, they came into the office and... Um, Wait, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, Don did get in, Don and Pete were in with the American Cancer Society. 
and saying how they have the Don gave him some really cool ideas about not saying don't smoke, not saying this, but kind of pointing, um, coming at them from a nostalgic point of view, Get, gearing towards the young people to realize your you know your parents aren't going to live forever, you're not going to live forever, and realizing that cigarettes are, could be the cause of this, kind of really attacking them for nostalgia, and they had they had some really good ideas. And the big thing was, uh, they really liked the meeting. Um, the big thing was when they came back, they was like, we just came from a meeting, going to another meeting. Uh, Ken, get in here. They brought Ken into the room, and Roger was there too. Uh, and they're like, we, we, you know, the thing went really good. Don really sold them on some things. Um, but the really thing is, is there's big hitters on the board there, big wig people that are on the board of the American Cancer Society, including someone from Dow Chemical. And they're like, oh, um, Ken, your father-in-law is on this chemical company. Maybe we can have a foursome and go play golf uh, with this. And Ken was like, no, I'm not doing that. I, I can't do that. Basically, Ken said, uh, I I love my wife. She's actually my actual, my, you know, my fiance. She's my actual life. And uh, I'm not going to kind of, you know, use that relationship. He's like, if you excuse me, I have to go back to the 30%, the 30% of the accounts that I actually do manage. Oh, do you hear that? I think it's like, oh. I'm outside. Something like there's a pool party or something. Um, so I guess Ken doesn't have to, Roger's like, fine, I'll make the call. I'm going to drop your name. He's like, all right, do what you have to do. It was really weird because I always thought that Ken would be like, okay, guys, you're the boss. Do I'll do whatever you have to do. But he didn't. He um, he kind of called their bluff and be like, look, I'm important. I, I brought accounts to this and you still need me. Uh, so I'm going to go deal with that stuff. So that was interesting with Ken. Um, Ken did get, Ken and, and, and Peggy did get brought into the meeting, uh, met with the, the pantyhose guys. And they were, you know, they talked about how there was another campaign where it was almost like Cinderella in a glass and like pulling up the dress to see the pantyhose. And Peggy said, you know, I'm wearing them right now. And uh, that's the thing. You could wear them doing anything. She had some really good ideas that they liked right away. There were two good ideas. And, um, that led to later on Ken coming in and saying, congratulations, they like two of your ideas, we have a week. And she's like, yay! They are the first new business brought in to the company in months. I don't know if it said six months. I think it said six months. It's the first new business, the first new clients brought in. Now, they have clients they're working for. But this is the first new one, big time. And when they go to tell everybody the exciting news, well, it gets trumped by something else. What is that something else? Well, let's rewind to go all the way back. Now, um, Don is in California. He's in California for some business. He's in California to spend some time with the children, go to Disneyland. But he's also in California to go follow up with an old friend. I forget her name. Uh, she is uh, Anna's niece. And they go to the house, the old house. You bring the kids there. Um, and I think it was just, it might have been just Billy, Bobby and Sally. Um, she brings the, he brings the kids there and the house is empty and got everything down to four boxes then, but she wanted Don to have her engagement ring that she got from the real Don Draper. Now in the corner, they were like, who, who painted this? Sally said, and Oh, a Anna did. And in the corner written down, it says, um, Dick and Anna, 1964. And Sally's like, who's Dick? And Don just looked He's reminiscing. He has that music reminiscing, that look. And he says, that's me. That was, that's my nickname. That was my nickname around here. You know, it's his real name, but I just thought that was 
I was like, whoa, that's a big step, letting the kids know that he, could, he was also known as Dick. Um, he really is Dick. Sometimes he's a Dick. Boom. Um, I thought that was a big moment. He got to hang out with the, the, his, the niece a little bit. There was really, um, you know, just nice small talk. She doesn't have really any major plans right now. Um, and, but she gave him Anna's engagement ring. He's like, what? He goes, don't you want it? She goes, nope. He, it, she wanted you to have it. We don't mess around with stuff like that. He's like, okay. He puts it in his pocket. Um, weird how things just kind of work out. Isn't it weird that Carla gets fired and Megan has to go on the trip to New York, to uh, California? Isn't it weird that Don just happens to get a engagement ring? It's almost as if fate has intervened. I think that's the word. It took me a while because I couldn't think of the word. I almost said intertwined, but that doesn't make sense. Um, so in California, they have actually uh, a really good time. They Don goes to work, and Megan stays with them all day. Don actually does get uh, talked into going swimming and having fun with them. I think he realizes they're having fun. At one point, he's with them. He works all day. He goes and sits in the room and just stares at the wall. And realizes, I I think he realizes, what am I doing? My kids are out there with this beautiful woman. She's really nice. Let's go have some fun. Nothing wrong with having fun. Time to enjoy life. This is what Anna would have wanted from me. And boom, go swimming with them. Uh, later on, he you know he comes home one night when in the in a suit, and she's just there with the kids. She teaches them French. She's very good. They love her. Um, she gets Jean to fall asleep, and Don. She's like, you know, thank you. Have a good night. And Don just goes to bed but he doesn't go to bed he actually can't he can't sleep maybe that was the next day maybe that was the next day he can't sleep and um next thing you know he's knocking knock knock knocking on megan's door there i'm sorry that i couldn't resist um because she wanted to go over the he wanted to go over the itinerary for disney world quote unquote that's a euphemism for yo what's up um I believe it's called a booty call. Uh, that's what they say. That's what they say now. I think. Um, I don't even know if that's what they say now. Um, so knocks on the door. She goes in, and he goes in. He's like, "Well, this is what I want to do tomorrow." Uh, he goes, "Look, I don't have a T. I can't put the TV on in there." Basically, he's like, I-, "I just need some company." She's like, "Okay," and they go on the balcony and they talk a little bit. She went out with her friend, who was an actress. And um, the actress actually said she was, you know, her old college friend. She goes, you know, she's not even really a friend. You know, she said I couldn't be an actress because of my teeth. Don goes, I love your teeth. And um, he touches her, leans in, kisses. She goes, should we be doing this? He goes, that's all I've been thinking about. Boom. They do it again. Spend the night together. Don goes back to the kids. And they have a wonderful day. Boom. Does it again. Spends the night with her. Um, Then at one point, like, he... He loves seeing her with the kids. He's, he's always thinking all these things going on. But I feel like at one point at breakfast, this was, this was the thing. To me, this was the moment. They go to breakfast, um, and they're, the kids are arguing, and they um, Sally knocks over a milkshake. And Don's like, oh, geez. He starts like grabbing napkins, and Megan goes, Oh, don't don't worry, don't worry. Let's, you don't have to cry over spilled milkshake. It's just a milkshake. Start wiping, and Don looks at her like, "Whoa, you're not freaking out. You're not flipping out here." If that was Betty, 
Betty would have screamed at them, would have probably called Carla to wipe the table and would have just completely been overreacted and been a, a giant baby. That is what Peggy would have done. But it's not what Don did. It's not what Megan did. She was just cool and calm about it. And uh, here's the thing. Later on, um, Don is sitting there. He's just kind of, again, staring off into the distance, reminiscing, thinking, whatever it is. And he looks at Megan. She wakes up. He goes, oh, I just, you know, I just was just up for a while thinking. She's like, what? He said, um, I can't stop thinking about you. And I'm in love with you. And she's like, what? I mean, this was like, you know, they've spent a little time together now. They've hooked up uh, previously. And... Um, now he says he, he's in love with her, and he goes, listen, he takes the ring out that Anna, Anna, gave her and gave him, and he gives it to her, and he says, will you marry me? Like, right then and there, impulsive, oh my goodness. She was like, what? This is crazy. This is crazy. He goes, I love you. Uh, and she says, yes. She calls her mom. She speaks in the French. She's a French Canadian. Um, and mama, uh, there's uh, French words coming out of my mouth. I can't speak French. Um, and it's like, what the F just happened? I was like, first of all, when she said, marry me, I was like, what? And then he pulls the ring out. I said, oh shit, he, he ain't going there. But he did. He went there and she said, yes. And it's like, what is going on? Boom, that's the end of, the, of California. Next thing we know, he's in the office. He's like, I need to bring everybody in. Um, he brings in Roger, brings in Pete, brings in Lane. Um, and I think that was it because, you know, uh, Bert wasn't back. Bert was all pissed last week, so he, he hasn't come back yet or he just wasn't around. Um, and he says, I want to let you know that I am engaged to Miss... Colte or whatever her name is. And Roger goes, who's that? Because that's Megan. No, no. Jo oh, Joan was in the tree. She goes, it's Megan. And Don has a big smile on her face, in his face. And um, he's like, Megan? Our Megan? He goes, yeah. He goes, it, she just makes me happy. And isn't that the same thing? Is that almost the same thing that Roger said about Jane? Um, I don't know. But it's like when you look at Roger, well, Roger was married and then like left his wife for Jane. That's a little different than what happened here. Um, but Don did have someone else that I thought was good for him that all of a sudden is not there anymore. Uh, so they bring Jane. He goes, should we bring her in? They bring her in. They congratulate her. Everyone's excited. She goes, it happened so fast. And um, now remember I said Peggy and Ken, they found out about the account. They found out they got one. The $250,000 count, they're like, this is great. Let's go celebrate. They go in to celebrate. They're like, what's going on? What, what? Pete's like, what? Do you get you get married too? She's like, what? And then she, they see Don and Megan, and she's like, just look on her face like, what the F? Um, she, uh, oh, what the hell happened right there? So she, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. Pete's like, you don't say congratulations to the to the to the fiance, the woman. You say best wishes. It's like, shut up, Pete. Um, so, the, everyone's congratulating everybody, and then uh, they all leave, and Peggy pops back in and closes the door, and she's like, "Huh? 
congratulations. He goes, he goes, I know it's fast. I understand. He goes, um, you know, uh, she reminds me of you. She goes, that spunk, you know, she really admires you. And I thought that was really sweet to say, but then something interesting happened that made me think maybe that wasn't that sweet. So, um, Peggy then leaves and you're like, congratulations, goes into Joan's office, closes the door and Joan's like, Oh, what can I, what can I do for you? Peggy goes, can you believe it? Uh, basically they they both sit there, have a, have a cigarette and just kind of are like, what the hell just happened? And Don's and Joan's like, you know what? Happens all the time. They, they're always between marriages. They, you know, they always marry their secretary. You're probably going to turn her into copywriter. And Peggy's like, is that why he said she looks up to me? Jesus, you think so? He's not going to be married to a secretary, is he? Um, and it's funny that, um, oh, what, there's something else that happened right then and there. I can't remember. Peggy goes in and Joan and him, her have a little laugh about it. Um, just that saying, you know, like they're always between marriages, um, that, you know, oh, just that she's, he's not going to be married to a secretary. Uh, oh, that's right. John before said, you know, this isn't going to change anything except for me and maybe Joan. Uh, and that's when he said he was engaged because I guess that means Joan's going to have to find another secretary because she's not going to be working um, as Don's assistant anymore. Even though she did um, answer the phone for one point because Dr. Miller called. Oh, right. Um, finally, Don calls Dr. Miller Faye back and says, listen, I met someone <gasps> and I'm engaged. What? He was trying to ask her out for coffee. She's like, just get it over with. She could tell she was hurt. She was so hurt. It was so good acting. It was it was real treacherous because Don. It's like weird because you're like you want Don to be happy, but you, he also doesn't really deserve that much happiness with the shit he's done. Um, it's so weird because you're like yeah, oh Don's marrying Megan, yay! Oh wait, Don just totally broke uh, Faye's heart. Oh okay, that's great. Um, now while this was going on, while they were still in California, ha- Henry was all pissed, pissed at at, at Betty. She's like, "Why did you fire her? Why did you fire her?" I'm trying to do my New York accent. Why did you fire her? Um, it's my reason. I have my reason. Just because of Glenn? Just because he let the boy in? There's got to be something more than that. And she's like, I did what I had to do. That was right. You know, he, she was going to help with the move. Uh, obviously, it's always about how does this affect them. You'd never consult with me. And Pe- Peggy's, Peggy's like, uh, Betty's like, don't you, uh, why aren't you ever on my side? And he goes, nobody's ever on your side, Betty. You know what? Things aren't always perfect, Henry. You wanted her? You gotta. Okay? So you gotta deal with it now. And what does Betty do? She goes upstairs. She goes into Sally's room and she lies down on the bed. You notice she goes and lies down in a child's bed because she's a child. Um, And she just pouts. Oh, my husband doesn't like me. Oh, I wish I had my own old husband. Well, guess what? When she... They're just about to, you know, sell the house. Don is going to have a showing. Don shows up at the house at the end, and he sees Betty there. He's like, "Oh, hey, I'm going to be having a showing on a Tuesday." And Betty goes, "Oh, was that today? I didn't realize that." You know what? The more I think about it, I think she did realize that. I think she wanted to see Don. I think she was going to throw herself at Don. Part of me thinks she really was going to throw herself at Don and say, hey, "Take me back." So you got the new house. Um, she goes, "Yeah, I really like it." You know, talk about the house. She goes. But, you know, not everything's perfect. Don's like, oh, you can always move again. And I think that's Don way, Don's way of saying, if you, didn't, you left me, you can leave Henry and move on to another person. 
Betty, because guess what? I got some news myself. Oh, yeah? I've met someone, and I'm engaged. And she's like, oh, what? Huh? Oh, congratulations. Now, part of me thought, did she really think I'm going to be getting together with you, back with you? But maybe the, another part of me thought, you know, they, they did have a life together. They had, they shared things, and um, now it's really over. Like, she's married, he's getting married, and the house is gone. Everything they had in that life, besides the kids, uh, is, is moved on. You know, I had a friend who uh, divorced his wife, and, you know, you always think, is this really going to happen? Is this really going to happen? And then he moves on, meets a, meets a new woman. He gets remarried. You're like, this is, that's the new life. It's just the new normal. It's the way it is. And for Betty, and it's not like these people were getting back together, but I'm saying for Betty, maybe it wasn't getting back together. Maybe it was just like, oh, you have a life of your own. And I'm, you know, while I'm sitting here complaining or feeling miserable, you're actually having happiness. Interesting. Um, and I think the episode ended with, um, well, they got, a, they got a new client, which is great. Things are looking up with American Cancer Society. And it ends with uh, Don and Megan just lying in bed together um, as um, the, he looks out the window. And I'm thinking, I wonder if he's thinking, I can't live in this apartment. I have to get out and get a, uh, a real house. Quick break there, but um, the, and that's how the the episode ended, where you know he looks out and my thought was, you know I can't live in this apartment anymore. I'm gonna have my kids. I'm gonna have a wife. Uh, I need a house. That was my thinking at least. Um, but one thing I didn't talk about. But then in the ep- that's how the episode ended. One thing I didn't talk about was Joan. Joan had a nice phone call to her husband in the army. You know uh, wherever he is stationed. I don't think he's in Vietnam. Maybe. I don't think so yet. Um, but he's all excited because he wants to uh, just to... He, have you told people? Have you told people? She's like, not yet. He goes, well, you must be showing. And all he cares about is that her boobies are bigger. But what he should be caring about is Joan is pregnant. Joan kept the baby. The baby is Roger's. Roger Sterling's baby, people. Okay. It's not her husband. I don't even know his friggin' name. I just know that he, 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 you know, he raped her. So he will always be a shithead to me. Um, and now he's been cuckled. Is that the word? By uh, Roger, who's, who's the baby. The baby, when the baby comes out with perfect white hair, that's when they're going to know. Um, and I liked I'll do, I, one line when they came back from the, uh, from the meeting with the American Cancer Society. Roger yelled, did you get cancer? Which I thought was, you know, clever. Um, but that's it. The season has ended. The season ended with Don looking out the window. I thought it was going to end on the empty kitchen, the empty house. I thought that would have been perfect. But they added that little extra button at the end. Because guess what? Betty's moving on. Moving on. She got a new, she's going to have a new housekeeper because she, God knows she can't do something herself. She can't raise a couple of kids herself without a job. Uh, Henry is not happy with her. Not everything's peaches, but maybe it's also the stress of the move. We could, we could chalk it up at that. Uh, and Tomorrowland, looking towards the future. Betty's got a new house. Don's got a new friggin' fiance that he didn't even have a girlfriend a week ago. And he realizes he's in love. Maybe it's like he realizes that she makes him feel a way that no one else has. And, you know, he's like, why not? Why not grab onto this? 
and try to make it work. Why wait? Why do that? Um, plus, she doesn't know who Dick Whitman is, so that's also good. Why, you know, Faye does. Um, that'd be funny if Faye came back, came back and used that against him. That would be awesome. A little revenge. Uh, but they have some new business. So what does Tomorrowland mean? The future. They have new business. Dawn's engaged. Maybe we won't see Glenn anymore. Unless Sally writes to him and he finally drives to their house. I don't think we'll be seeing Carla anymore. Oh, Carla should go work for Dawn in their new house with Megan. Yeah. That's what I think should happen. Um, Peggy, she got a big deal. Now, she's a little pissed because, you know, bringing in business, I guess, isn't as important as getting married. Um, But you know what? She should. She's very happy for the work she did. And Ken was really uh, magnanimous about it, you know, saying this was all Peggy. She did it. She did the work. And now they have to get the, they have to, you know, win over the client and get the campaigns done. But that's for another day. It's for another season. I wonder how long, like, these, did Mad Men come out every year? Was there time when it was a long break like The Sopranos? I don't know. But I am through with season four of Mad Men, which means you are through with season four of Made Men. But you know what? There's no summer break. There's no hiatus. There's no off-season, my friends. Season five of Made Man, season five of Mad Men, will be back in your ears one week from tonight. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, My name is Mike, and if this came out a little late into the evening, it's because I'm a very busy boy. You can find me on Twitter at MadeManPod or at GeekMentality. The website is FansNotExperts.com slash MadeMan. Uh, the Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. We don't do a lot there, but we're there if you ever want to like, give us a like. Uh, more importantly, Made Man Pod, Fans Not Experts, and Geek Mentality on Twitter are the great ones. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing. I don't even know what I'm singing about, but I have to tell you, I'm excited to see what happens. Does business pick up for Sterling Draper Cooper Price? Uh, Sterling Cooper Draper Price. Uh, when is Don getting married? Is he getting married next season? What's going to be going on with Henry and, uh, and and Betty at the new home? Is the new home going to make happiness? I don't know. Peggy, you know what's going to be going on there? She is she going to get the respect she deserves? Is Joan going to be uh, having a white haired baby? This is crazy, you know. Meanwhile, Roger still got his young wife. Is he going to get her pregnant? You never know. Apparently, Roger's still uh, still vi- viable. Viable? Still, well, he's still um, at child-creating age, or I don't know, whatever that means. Vero, maybe that's the word I mean. Folks, it's late, and I'm tired. I want to thank you so much for listening, and I want to thank you. As I continue this journey, four seasons in now, four seasons in, we are, we are making our way in the world today. Um, it takes more than what you got to make your way for all your worries. Sure could help a lot. Wouldn't you lie? That's a different show. All right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for continuing to follow along as I strive. I couldn't get the words out. As I strive to become a... (coughs) I'm just going to cough. For four seasons, I've been doing this adventure. And I can't wait to start season five with you next week. As I strive to become a maid... Man.
Fabs not experts.